friend. Down the rivers, we crossed the plains. Over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. That's me, punk rock babysitter. That's that's why you have to. Where would she put it? Well, you know, her, if she's her, totally naked, her dom should put be it carrying in his that pocket. around. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be taking care. I well, guess he got really. He oh got really, fuck! He got oh my really god, mad. Bo! I need I need you to Photoshop something for me. Okay. Um, Dom DeLuise in a bunch of like S and M gear. <laughs> okay. And it'll be why Dom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was low hanging fruit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost as good as my Don Nazi thing. Oh, oh, you, God. oh God. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do for you there, Tony. Thanks, bud. And don't yeah. forget the dildos and salmon. <laughs> Jesus. Work's just piling up here in my work outage. Um, Keep on talking. I'll add some more shit. Is that our, like, Scottish crest, too? <laughs> nah, we'll come up with something else for that. Oh. Our presidential seal. We got to make thing everything as complicated as humanly possible. So you got to have like fifteen different like branding devices. <laughs> I still see as flagellists stamp collecting. I'm having trouble. It's just telling philatelists. me philatelists. It's philatel. No, you're doing your philateling. No, it's philatelist. No, that's when you <laughs> <laughs> suck some, you know. Anyway, TR brought with them two oh, guides. It, it is it is literally philatelist, P H I L A T E L I S T. Why didn't you believe me? Can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, he's a fucking mailman, dude. He knows what people that collect stamps are called. See, if you change that I to an E, then it would be what Will was talking about. Philatelist, the, suck, the sucking of the dicks yeah. and the uh, yeah. Square away. Ceremonial sucking of the dicks. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yep. I was imagining just a wall of boobs. Just I'm, a whole wall covered in boobs. Just, just different sizes, shapes. I'm just picturing lobbyists. Oh, yeah. Ceremonial sucking of the dicks. Oh, sir. And, got it. And then the money. I remember walking around the Badlands uh, explaining a vision I had of that being the form of currency with you and Darren, so... What, just blowjobs? Yep. That'd be I a form of currency. I, I mean, I've walked around the Badlands a lot, especially, you know, at times with you and Darren. I do not remember that conversation. Oh, well, maybe I just made it up. I remember when we got left out there. I don't think you did, but I know me and uh, Culver, yep. like we were on the fucking uh, senior trip. Like, that's how cool our senior trip was, folks. Is, I don't know if that's Tony. Is that a thing they do out here for yeah. college or high school? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I went to school in Shelton, Washington, the so, bumfuck so, nowhere. So but yours was probably shit as well. RC, yeah, it was. We came to Seattle to do an overnight in like this arcade, kind of. It was it's fucking weird, but we stayed the night. It was like we got locked into an arcade, and like we got to play whatever we wanted. And they had like a hypnotist and shit. I do not. I do not disapprove of that. A hypnotist. Not, it was that. it was all right. It was cool. See, we did got the hypnotist molest people. Oh wait, and we did a we did an Ar 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 Argosy cruise also. 
See, so, we we loaded onto school buses and left, I think, at about 8 in the morning and went out 30 miles from our house to the uh, Badlands to Theodore Roosevelt National Park. Uh, right by the uh, right by the where the horses get mauled by the by, by the bison, like and over here right you there. see where the horses get mauled down by. You remember that campground that we first checked out in the park, the Cottonwood yeah. Campground, yeah, right yeah. down by there. Cool. So we we parked pretty much around the camp, Cottonwood Campground, and then just dicked around the Badlands all day, and then by I think three we were supposed to be back on the buses. So there was no overnight. It would have been a lot cooler if there was overnight. That yeah. would have been cool. And also, I would not have been left behind because I was left behind <laughs> along with other people. Because we weren't at, back at the bus on time. Did they do a fucking head count? Well, they did. It's just we couldn't be found because I, I had a habit in those days, as I still do, of wearing a lot of camouflage, and I was literally wearing <laughs> Desert Storm camouflage. <laughs> and we were hanging out with our uh, our, our, our somewhat buddy uh, Chris Culver, who was deciding to. Uh, he just kept on deciding to break like hoodoos off of stuff. I was like, stop trying to push rocks down the hill, you know. <laughs> yeah. We just stop kept on hiking. We just kind of kept on hiking rooms. further and further. I think it was like me and Ben Hyman, yeah. Culver, and somebody else. I don't know if you were there, Will, because I think you were no. hanging out with like, Leah. I, I hid the keys to our own bus, so we were the last to leave waiting for you. Oh, hey. <laughs> so I bought you, I bought you an extra half hour. <laughs> now, I think we ended up riding back to Cottonwood in a horse trailer, and then my mom came and picked us up and was pissed the entire... About 30 what? miles back, you know, things. <laughs> well, of course he's going to wander <laughs> off. What do you expect? Well, that, I'm fucking so used to, like, that part. You know, I was used to just wandering around anywhere I want out there anyway. But, um, yeah, it was not great. Yeah, I would have um, been with, but I'm sure Leah talked me into actually not doing something yeah, stupid. Well, it was hard enough to get you to go to things like that anyhow, so. Yeah. For the most part. Oh, also, uh, Neil and Bob uh, roped a prairie dog and got the... Black Death, or oh Black yeah, or I forgot something. about that. Yeah, well, we had uh, yeah Neil Neil uh, uh, Pavlicek and uh, Bob uh, Sabrowski, two real ass fucking cowboys. Uh, but they decided to uh, they wrote they did uh, rope a prairie dog, which uh, in the prairie dog towns they always have the signs like uh, Black Plague because they carry plea, fleas with the plague. Oh shit! Yeah, but <laughs> so Bob Bob and Neil did catch Neil and Bob as he calls it because you know for because it's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, but uh, uh, but yeah, they, they they caught a prairie dog and had people like petting it and shit and like, well, wow, we're breaking so many laws right now, you know. Wait, they they caught they caught the disease? No, they caught a prairie dog in a national park. Oh, You're I thought not... you said they caught the Black Death. Oh no, no, they can uh, walk that. Then shit it off. turned into the coronavirus that we yeah, have yeah. right now. Yeah, it's from that one instant. Yeah, twenty five no, they... years ago. Yeah, I wonder whatever. Like, I haven't. I haven't heard from either of them in a while because I mean I've lived halfway across the country from. But dude, oh, maybe they matter. did catch it and it finally caught up to them. Well, at least I know Bob used to help my dad with fucking work cattle, like so he didn't die immediately because he was still there when I got out of the army. So I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Okay. <laughs> Another <laughs> twenty minutes wasted on nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. It's fun. <laughs> So TR brings with him two uh, wilderness guides from Maine, Bill Sewell and his nephew Wilmot. Because if, if there's somebody that will know the shit out of the arid fucking badlands of the middle American plains, it's a bunch of Maine. It is woodsmen. definitely guys from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Where where are all the beaver? Like what? Where is the moose? I don't I don't see them. The the squirrels are different, and they live under the dirt. 
So he puts uh, $40,000 into the ranch. That was 20% of his inheritance. And his dad was like top five richest families, you know, before he passed away. I can't remember There's how only the like, Roosevelt's made their money. I, I I know I watched the like Ken Burns thing or whatever. Well, on they, him, were, but I, they just were in one of the first Knickerbocker families in New York. So they probably had real estate and all that good stuff. And, okay. You, know, you just go there, the land is free. And then a few years, it's worth 100000 and stuff. Of that it's, money anyway. it's free as soon as you remove all the people that were already living yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's really, really free. Like, I'm sure if that. I killed my neighbor, I could probably take his apartment for <laughs> yeah. free also. Squatters rights, bro. <laughs> you already have a house, yep. though. Fuck you, man. Don't encroach yeah. my rights. I'll give you something you don't know the value of, and uh, yeah, just claim it's mine now. Plus, I'll <laughs> cough on you a bunch, and you'll die from shit you have no immunity from. Yep. Good thing that doesn't happen in today's yep. climate. No yep. more. Yep, luckily we're past that phase in human human evolution where people have to worry about pandemics. So, uh, as a cattleman, he would rather go hunting, more or less. But hey, when as you're a cattleman, the boss, I'd rather go hunting. Yeah, when you're the boss, he could do shit like that. But uh, he did prove himself on one of the roundups later in the year there. Um, then he plans a trip to the Bighorn Mountains, one place that still had, like deer and antelope left before they were all dead and buffalo yeah in the bighorns uh, they had buffalo in the bighorns well probably not uh, in probably the on the way yeah let's say i've been to the bighorns that is not buffalo country nor is it pronghorn country especially on the west side that's just fucking desert yeah yeah uh oh this is where they come into local cattlemen's association with uh demoris oh kind of both begged to be on the vigilance committee, but they were kind of two high-profile guys. They don't oh, yeah, that's for, getting that's for Stuart for, Stranglers, who we still have yeah. to do an episode on. But yeah, Whoa, what's his name? I think we Stuart, Stuart and his group of guys was like uh, the Stuart Stranglers. Oh, I thought his name was Stuart Strangler. Okay, cool. It'd be a lot cooler if it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like a wrestling name. But no, it, it was basically, <laughs> here's what it was. It's like, we're a bunch of rich cattlemen. Now, we notice with some annoyance that there are some not-rich cattlemen trying to raise cattle on places we want to have cattle. So what we're going to do is we're just going to call anybody that's not us a rustler and then lynch them or burn their cabin or shoot them. That's kind of how that went down. Plus, there was actual cattle thievery going down, yeah. so that's fine. But they also like burned up a lot of dirt farmers and, like, you know, shit like that. Shit. And uh, Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt and... Um, and the Marquis de Moray being, uh, quote-unquote, men of action and wanting to, I don't know, probably cause a little bit of human suffering and see some people die because seems like kind of both into that. Uh, 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 you know, try to join. And they're like, well, you know, we try to do this kind of secretively because it's kind of illegal to murder American citizens, you know, for... There's certain hoops game. you have to jump yeah, through. Right. So. And and so if I have your glasses wearing giant tooth mustached ass and uh, this French fuck with his pointy little mustache <laughs> follow us around, we might get we might get identified a little little easily. So and probably you'll try Sucking to read somebody Ding. you'll probably try to read a poem for somebody before we shoot him or something. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give you a hard pass on membership to the Stuart Stranglers. Yeah. I'm going to read a whole Russian novel before I blow your head off. Actually, we're getting to that, but okay. (laughs) Uh, So back home, he tries to avoid hanging out with Edith 
Kermit Carrow, a family friend, uh, somebody who Roosevelt proposed to several times before he married his wife that died. Um, but he was ready to not get laid for the rest of his life because he loved his wife so much, which I'm sure is just all made up in hindsight. He probably was fucking yeah. a hole in the ground or something. Yeah. yeah. But they get yeah. married less than two years later and have a bunch of fucking kids and shit like that. Well, like Alice. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there Kermit? Isn't there also Kermit? Are you serious? There's a Kermit. I didn't yeah. think anybody was actually named that. Kermit Roosevelt? <laughs> if that doesn't sound like old, like, Northeast money, I don't know oh, what the fuck, fuck does. Oh, fuck, no, dude, yeah. <laughs> That's total gangster <laughs> shit there. Yeah. Kermit the Roosevelt here. Yeah. Oh, hi-ho. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so Mar- Mary's Edith and... Uh, this is the same time where they have the uh, uh, marquee hoarding in, and they have that little shootout with the, the marquee with the gets arrested hands. for. Yeah, yeah, and doesn't quite get any jail time for killing somebody. Yeah. So uh, Tr immediately takes off to town and knocks on one of the guys. Oh, uh, one of the marquee's men, Paddock, threatened to shoot Roosevelt. At the same time, too, around around the same time. So Roosevelt immediately takes off to town, knocks on Paddock's door, and, and asks him, So, I, see, I hear you wanted to shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> Paddock was like, Oh, uh, what? I've been misquoted. Yeah. And they became friends after that. <laughs> so that's pretty much the Roosevelt come at me, bro. Like... So, dear fellow, I feel like I've heard tale around town that you've have espoused the position that you should fill me full of lead. What say you? Uh, no. No, not. <laughs> no, please. No. Wait, would, uh, why they, uh, uh, would you, uh, uh, think, uh, you, uh, you want to be friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, Paddock is talking about your shit, thinking, like, oh, this dude from the East ain't gonna do shit, and suddenly he's pounding on your fucking door with his big toothy grin. Hello, probably a big I fucking heard you wanted to knife. kill me. Yeah, I'm here to answer the fucking call. You want to fuck around? Let's fuck around. (laughs) Goddamn. What a, yeah. What a guy. Yep. Uh, During this time, he publishes his book, Hunting Trips of a Ranch Man. Yep. Have you read that one? No, I just, uh, the only one I've gotten thus far, uh, uh, Ranch Life and the Hunting Trail, which I think is a condensed version of a couple of them. Which is an excellent read. I, I do. I did quite enjoy it. I don't know what the hell happened to my copy of it, but and he's like writes like a lot of books too, like one on the War of eighteen twelve that uh, the Navy had on all their ships until like for like fifty years or something. Yeah, he like wrote that. a shitload of books. But Ranch Life and the Hunting Trail was kind of a split thing. It was a lot about like shit he did at the Elk, between the Elkhorn and the and the uh, Maltese Cross, and then it's just like. Here's all the things that live in the West and how to best kill them. So it's like, oh, we're going to hunt swift foxes. Well, Will, you grew up in North Dakota. I grew up in North Dakota. Have you ever seen a swift fox? Nope. You know why that is? <laughs> they're extinct. Because they're fucking dead. Well, they do exist <laughs> in other parts of the country, but yeah, well, apparently it was great sport to go out by uh, uh, close to Bismarck, Mandan, like around Fort Abraham Lincoln. And, of course, you need to take hounds because, you know, like, you can't hunt fox without hounds. 
because you need to absolutely yeah. kill as many of them. You don't want a immediate. fair fight or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and you must kill as many of them as humanly possible. So basically, they'd get their fastest horses and they get their hounds and they'd run the swift foxes to ground, you know. So they, they kind of disappeared. I figured Teddy Roosevelt killed, like, the leader of the swift foxes and then the rest of them killed themselves. No, no, oh, no, Oh, shit, no, it's no. Teddy he, Roosevelt. He, that sounds like, isn't that like a really crappy uh, uh, independent music thing, indie rock? Swift Fox? So what, the Fleet Foxes? Fleet Foxes. Oh, Fleet Fox, okay. That's a, that's a synonym, Whoa. for sure. Yeah, I was close. Um, uh, so there is a, starts to be like uh, all sorts of uh, dryness in the area, what you call a, uh, drought. a drought. Which actually we're supposed to have a beginnings of a super drought happening here in this country right now. Yeah. So that's, you have that to look forward to. So just imagine just buy all this water. virgin... <laughs> Virgin grass is getting eaten up, and they're not going to have anything to uh, have it grow back. There's well, way too many cattle on. Well, on especially this land. out there. Let's let's explain what the virgin grass looks like in the Badlands. If you're picturing something that is like remotely like green and kind of like the shit on your lawn, you're 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 fucking no. It's not like that. It's kind of even when it's like moist, it's kind of not green. I mean, it's green, but it's not like vibrant green, and it's kind of wiry, short crop shit a lot of times with like spiky little tussle like the blue grandma that comes up and the uh, uh western wheatgrass and all that shit yeah i think like fallout 4 uh not quite that bad oh, okay. it's not fucking arizona but i mean there is shit for the cattle to eat but it's not like super lush uh you know shit that gets lush nowadays like there's clover and shit but i don't think clover was even out there yet and cattle can't really eat a lot of it of the bloat. They got alfalfa that sprouts sometimes. But, like, the grass, usually, like, as tall as the shit kind of gets, is, like, you know, inch or two, really. And then it has the seed stalks that come up. And it's, it's like, tiny, short crop shit. Like, all the shit, like, around my folks' house, where, like, the, the pasture where the horses are in. Do you remember how it was, like, brown and, like, short that grass is? Yeah. I, I can send you picture, you know... It's like that, but that was actually okay grazing, especially if you're a buffalo or a pronghorn antelope. And longhorn cattle can get by on it just fine, but like uh, fucking shit like Angus and Hereford and shit, they're not going to put on any weight in that kind of shit. Mm. So that's as they started yeah. moving those in, they had to start planting other kind of shit. But anyway. You just can't run too many cattle on that yeah. type of stuff. It, yeah. it, basically, less cow-calf pairs per acre. You know, basically, amount of availability of food. Per area of distance equals how many pounds of meat you can expect to make off that one square area, usually judged by about an acre, but yeah. To make anyway. meatballs from uh, the dogs. furniture store. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, don't, uh, they have, don't they have horse in those? Of course. It's, they're from Europe. It's okay to eat horses. It's okay to eat horse because... Don't have any feelings. <laughs> what about Mr. Ed, motherfucker? He had feelings. Just because he can talk doesn't mean he has yeah, feelings. Yeah, dude, he was a callous motherfucker. Like psycho Mr. Just, Ed. Exactly. <laughs> Wilbur, help me skin these cats. <laughs> I wonder who trampled the neighbor. Yeah. Could have been your horse. No. no. He was going to die anyway. It was society. <laughs> it was Wilbur that trampled him. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. 
Good afternoon to all of you, and welcome to Teddy Talks, an informative series of lectures about enlightened solutions to issues facing us in the Victorian era. I am Theodore Teddy Roosevelt. Today's topic, the plight of the American bison, or buffalo, as it is known by illiterates and simpletons across our nation. Now, friends, we all know that the buffalo, long the most numerous of all the beasts on the American plains, are very quickly being eradicated as American civilization marches inexorably forward. Unfortunately, this means that future generations shall be deprived of seeing with their own eyes the majesty of the teeming shaggy hordes in all their pungent, bellowing glory. Gentlemen, this is a problem for which we need a bold solution, and as you know, I am an unstoppable bold solution machine. That is why I propose that we, as Americans, roll up our sleeves, load up our rifles, and endeavor to conserve the last remaining herds by shooting each and every individual, then stuffing and mounting the lot of them. I personally have already begun striving at this noble, necessary, and monumental task, but I cannot do it alone. As you may note, dear friends, I am obliged to wear spectacles at all times, which somewhat, frustratingly, hampers my ability to kill with impunity when at a distance. It is my cross to bear, dear friends, and I must bear it with good cheer. Good cheer. But you, my good fellows, can contribute to the effort with your keen eyesight, unbridled destructive tendencies, and of course a small mountain of large caliber ammunition. With your help, we can harvest all of the bison and preserve them before they are gone forever. Thank you for your time, and I hope you will join me in this vigorous and manly task. Join us next time on Teddy Talks when guest speaker, noted naturalist Edward Drinker Cope delivers a master thesis entitled O.C. Marsh is a Contemptible Piece of Human... Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Captain William Clark of the Corps of Discovery. And on our famed journey to the Pacific, we collected a lot of stuff. Examples of flora and fauna, information of the native peoples, maps of the unknown continent. Also, we collected the French pox and the gleet. Good thing we brought along Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the thunder clappers. Now we're 60% mercury. Kills all your venereals, gonorrhea, Encephalus, and anything else that ails you. Headache? Gone. Bam! Now you have diarrhea. Stomachache? Bam! Diarrhea. Itchy teeth? Bam! Diarrhea. Moral gunshot wound to the head? Diarrhea. Side effects include diarrhea, explosive diarrhea, projectile diarrhea, Jackson Pollock diarrhea. Exxon Valdez diarrhea, Challenger spacecraft diarrhea, and holy shit, I can't believe that came out of my ass diarrhea. That's Dr. Rush's bilious pills, the Thunder Clapper. Oh, yeah. Blast. 
That's right. what she said. Uh, TR's longest stretch in the Badlands was from mid-March to July of 1886. Uh, the Little Missouri was kind of chunking up, so freezing and refreezing, causing jams all the way up and down the river. Which it and, does, which causes flooding. Yep. Too. And the Elkhorn Ranch is basically right by the river. Just uh, Now they have it well mapped out. Or actually... They haven't mapped out well, but the direction's still not really posted, so you're just well, kind of driving really around farmers' to, land and stuff. Well, that and, like, there's nothing there. You're not finding, like, I don't think there's even foundation stones left. Nope, uh, they just have a couple of signs and they move on. I know I've been through there, but, That's like, yeah, it. it's pretty fucked. But uh, it's still there, and it's protected, quote-unquote, by the National Park Service. If you mm-hmm. want to take a drive out to the middle of... Actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's kind of in a wooded area, which is kind of uncommon out there, but... Yep. Uh, you can drive out there if you really want. Yeah, it's Nothing probably another see. half hour north. Well, it's, yeah, it's 30, miles, it's 30 miles or so north of Medora, so... Yep. So, uh, with the river all dammed up, they had to drag their blue Mackinac boat right up to the house. Uh, came up within five feet. If you've been there, that's quite a bit because it's on a yeah. pretty decent little uh, ledge. Yeah. Um, Mar- in March, they find a mountain lion took off with one of their deer carcasses they had hanging up. How so, dare it! <laughs> so they were out looking for that mountain lion. But back in Medora, a guy named Mike Redhead Finnegan was hearing rumors that people were finally sick of him <laughs> raising hell in town and shooting. Inconspicuously into buildings and stuff. Yeah, with his buddy, uh, Seamus Irish stereotype, fucking <laughs> yep. boozy McLiver damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he hears rumors that he was going to get hung. So he decides to go out, and he, you know, basically he had just kind of the town asshole. Uh, one time he passed out at Bob Roberts Bar. The other guy shaved half of his beard on one side, and then his half of his head on the other. Oh, they live in a punk house. Cool, man. Awesome. They drew a dick on his face. Well, yep. the fun part is you got to picture there's no electric clippers in those days. So somebody was either doing that with a real sharp Bowie knife or like a fucking straight razor or Ooh, some Jesus. Shit. Yeah, this guy must have been hammered drunk. <laughs> no shit. Do you imagine if he just like, like had a little twitch while he's sleeping and they just slice his fucking head open and he bleeds I'm, out? I'm sure there's that happened somewhere, you know? So the next day he wakes up and sees that and he gets pissed off. That's where he starts shooting blindly into buildings. Uh, someone came up from behind him and knocked him out and then locks him in a boxcar, but a friend let him out later. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it goes all back to like everybody that we ever talk about that gets imprisoned. Gets like imprisoned in such a way where there's either a ladder or a Winchester rifle or a shovel or some dynamite or just a key to their cell. <laughs> Or a friend that'll let them out, or yeah. they're in prison and like somebody drew a, a square of chalk on the sidewalk and said, "Hey, don't leave this." <laughs> like that's that's kind of how like all this shit goes down. Hey, but, man, yeah. you're in a force field. Don't move. Here, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go take a shit. Hold this key. Yep, exactly. <laughs> he escaped. Ooh, eventually, when when we finally jump the shark and we get to uh, Billy the Kid, there there is a thing that happened with taking a shit and yep. and shotguns. <laughs> I don't even want no guns. more. I just that's enough for me. That's good enough for me. Later, anyway. he does get arrested for shooting up the town. Uh, he does do three weeks of Dale and J- uh, Dickinson and a five dollar yeah. fine. So that's what you get for shooting at people is five dollar yeah. fine. And you have to go to Dickinson. <laughs> 
So this one particular night, he was with a, a half Indian named Bernstead and a shiftless German named Chris Falkenbach. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> with a Could you PH. say that whole? Could you say that whole line again? <laughs> yeah, my name is Chris a, Falkenbach. I'm very <laughs> and shiftless. A half Indian named Bernstead. <laughs> Big better if it's half, half Indian named Bernstein. So yep, I wonder, and, what, uh, I wonder the, what the other half. The shiftless German be. also had his brain corroded by bad whiskey, so he wasn't all quite there. <laughs> Wait, does whiskey <laughs> does whiskey corrode your brain? Bad In stuff. In the does, 1800s, I guess. it fucking does. First I've ever heard of it. Okay. So their goal, going along the river, just stealing stuff from cabins, <laughs> and their little boat. I imagine him like holding hands and skipping through the fucking tulips. No, it's, la, 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 la. No, it's just absolute tweaker shit. Yeah, it's dude. like we get, we get all fucked up. Oh, hey, man, let's get in the little boat and go around the river and just like steal whatever we find, man. That's literally <laughs> what it is. There was no electronics to take apart in those yeah. days, so they had more time. Let's get those car yeah. batteries, man. You could return them to the hardware store for a $20 yeah, deposit. I totally disassembled this whole saddle. Now I can't ride anywhere, though. <laughs> That's like the fucking tweaker that, like, cut my door on my car open. They, like, well, and they, they like, cut, they they cut like, your goddamn battery cables. Well, that was a different time, but they, like, oh, yeah, they, yeah. they took, like, like, some kind of fucking tool and cut the metal on my door open, peeled it like a banana, and then they fucking went in and started disassembling all the linkage to the, to the locks and the door handle and shit. And then I, you know, they probably tried to open it and it wouldn't open because they fucking disassembled all the linkage. So, like, yeah. none of it works anymore. <laughs> if you got that kind of tools, could fucking smash the window. Well, get like in, the, get what you want. I like Five the seconds. logic of when they're stealing your, you know, your your battery that, you know, you easily can undo that shit with, like, a pliers, basically. Oh, yeah, they just cut but the no, cable. But no, let's take a bolt cutter and just cut the fucking whole wiring harness off this bitch. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah. no, I think you're, like, uh, this is... Definitely off topic for the fucking podcast, but paint your car fucking black. Yeah. I think that the fact that you drive a pumpkin is drawing attention. Like, yeah. you know, it, you know, they, they smell the blood in the water. Yeah. Because there's this orange gleaming thing. You need to make it look as shitty as possible. Well, it's halfway there. I mean, it doesn't have a stereo now <laughs> at, after a fucking like, couple weeks ago. Well, yeah, but it also has tinted windows, so they can't Not see anymore. that from the outside. The fucking windows have been broken oh, out and they've right. replaced with non-tinted windows. <laughs> So I got that covered now. Anyways, back on topic. So anyway, they fill up their one boat with stolen goods. So they go and steal Teddy's boat while he's sleeping because oh, no. they got too much crap in the one boat. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> got to have multi-boat. Yep. So We have a fleet now, motherfucker. <laughs> it also it's should be noted that the direction that they're traveling... Uh, the Little Missouri is kind of weird because it kind of runs north in that direction. I've, mm-hmm. I've ridden float tubes, uh, you know, like, well, float tubes my ass, fucking, like, tractor tire inner tubes. <laughs> from uh, where we camped at uh, Sully's Creek, you, you know, the uh, Yoohoo River? Yoohoo yeah, River yeah. is a Little yep. Missouri. We're, we're literally talking about Yoohoo River here. Right. Uh, we're talking about about 30 miles north of where we were, but, you know, that fucker, it flows north, right? Yeah, Remember yeah. when, like, everybody's getting swept that way? Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, these assholes are working like south to north because they're just going with the current of the thing. Okay, I wanted to point that out. Yeah. So you don't really have to row; you just kind of sit in your boat and let the river do the work. I guess is the point. 
Well, of course, they're too lazy. They're criminals, and their oh, yeah. brains are corroded by whiskey. Hey, Soapy <laughs> Smith was a criminal, and he was not lazy at all. That no. motherfucker was the hardest working criminal in show business. <laughs> like James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So his hired man's tool wakes up in the morning and sees the boat is gone, which is not a big deal because it was windy the night before. But when he finds the rope cut and when he thought the glove, boat flew away. Yep. But then they immediately suspect the three because those are the three troublemakers in town. <laughs> in uh, town. So he actually, so they have to cross the river. They had to um, all their saddle horses were on the other side of the river, so they really needed that boat. That seems like piss poor planning. Like when really the river's coming up, yeah. maybe maybe bring the saddle horse. You know, if you, if you know, okay, it's getting too deep to ride across the river. Probably don't park them on the other side. I guess I don't know. I ain't yeah. trying to judge, but it just seems like yeah, I'd rather There's be on the side not with as the horses. Much pasture pasture on the uh, on the west side of the, right well, there. Well, then you, f- I don't need you feed them toenail shavings and pine cones. <laughs> you make do potatoes. Feed them potatoes. But uh, if you know with the spring runoff there, you're not going to get ho- far on horseback because it's all fucked up, all fucked up and wet and slick as shit. So Sewell said they'd be in no hurry since they thought they had all the boats in town. So Sewell wants to buy a or build a boat. Uh, buy a which, boat. Hey, man, I'm looking at ordering this like a Luma craft off of fucking like the factory website. It'll be delivered in three to four weeks. It's got a 25 fucking horse fucking Johnson kicker on it. <laughs> no. So they build a boat from scratch in five days. Because this is something they actually knew how to do since they were from Maine. Yeah. <laughs> With no power tools. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, uh, I've read a bunch of shit where it says they built a raft. Fucking fuck a raft. You're not going on a raft and that you're going to freeze to death on a raft. And most of the shit I've read, yeah, they built like a proper fucking boat, kind of like a skiff. Who's the who's the guy from Alone in the Wilderness? Uh, Dick Prennicky. Yeah, Dick, yeah. Dick Prennicky, that shit. They definitely did. It's like a flathead screwdriver and a wooden mallet. But like the Wikipedia thing is, oh, they built a raft. They didn't build a fucking raft. They built a boat that would keep you dry and fucking warm. Not really? like, oh, yeah, we're all dying of hypothermia floating on this like chucked together bullshit of logs. Not yeah, the case. you know, the river's freezing and melting and freezing and melting yeah, each and morning. Just so mostly made out of mud. So when it freezes, she really freezes. So while they're building the boat, uh, Teddy is writing his book on Thomas Hart Benton. Because <laughs> you should, you know. So off they go, two weeks of provisions with them. Uh, they knew they were going to catch them eventually because these guys were fucking fuck-ups. Yeah. <laughs> April 1st, of course, you need a blizzard in North Dakota because it's April 1st. Well, of course, that'll keep happening until June, really. Yep. Looks like she's going to turn cold tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Got a front coming in. Yeah, you got that right so the three thieves are camped at Cherry Creek, about 100 miles north of uh, Teddy's uh, Elkhorn Ranch there. They find the whole way blocked with ice. So they were pretty confident that uh, eastern tenderfoot like Teddy Roosevelt wouldn't come after them. So Relentlessly, two, like the guy from fucking Taken for a boat. And some saddles. They did steal some saddles, too. Just run after you like Terminator 2. Just a big smile. I have a very specific set of skills. Yes. <laughs> Bully. Bully. <laughs> hey, make me a nightmare for people like you, my friend. Ha, 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 ha. All right. Uh, so two of the guys go out 
hunting two of the thieves. Hunting. Then, uh, yeah, or butt-fucking one or the other. <laughs> so at the time, Teddy Roosevelt and company around the corner to see the camp. So they get themselves ready. They arm themselves and go ashore. Uh, mostly worried about Finnegan. Uh, Faf, the uh, guy with brain damage, was they considered him harmless. Bernstead, the half-Indian, they really didn't know if he was harmless or was were going to shoot him. Well, they, they're lucky they weren't a uh, 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 party to, like, uh, modern cinema and, like, uh, cinema from the 80s. Because even if you're a half-Indian, you can clearly just throw knives like a motherfucking, like, And you can you put, know, your, ear, you can put your ear to the ground and hear people coming from fucking tw- yeah. 80 miles away. I mean, you, you can, like, and also you can just summon, like, wolves and shit to fucking, like, come after people. Like, have hawks diving on them and, like, you know, summon lightning and... Just throwing tomahawks and knives and just shooting people in the eye with an arrow and, you know. So, yeah, it's good to exercise that kind of caution because, you know, Native Americans were definitely uh, super powered in those kind of ways. That like, Of course. Uh, well, they look out. Faf was just kind of caught off guard napping. So over the Faf. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he went uh, with the promise of fishing along the way. He didn't really care about the stealing or not. The fuck are you supposed to fish for in the little Missouri? There's nothing in there but like mad toms and snapping turtles, basically. Yeah. Ooh, Finnegan was probably turtles. he was probably brought him along because he had some money, not because he was a cold hard killer or anything like that. Uh, so Teddy and the guys hide away in the tall grass, waiting for the other two to come back. Half hour later, Bernstead comes back, and they point their guns at him within 20 yards, and he surrenders right away. And he's like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. He didn't put up much of a fight. Another half hour, uh, Finnegan comes in, but he actually hesitates on putting down his gun. TR advanced on him with his and aimed his rifle in his chest, and then he complied. So that was a big, big dramatic scene right then. Well, too bad he didn't, know, it, too bad it, he didn't it, know Teddy Roosevelt couldn't hit shit. Well, but here's the thing, though, is like, let's look at how modern law enforcement does shit. The fact that the guy was taking a while to decide whether or not he's going to drop his fucking guns. Yeah. And wasn't immediately shot. That should say something about the modern state of affairs. <laughs> hey, put down the gun. Oh, it's my fucking cell phone. Ugh, get riddled with bullets. Yeah. Okay. This is people fucking in the wilderness with Depending people that on your are level of armed and-, and they know they're fucking armed. And it's still like, nope, you need to put it down. I don't want to put it down. You need to put it down. I need to, I don't want to put it down. As opposed to just like, oh, I see somebody. I got a car Pow. or whatever. I drive up and I just like riddle you with bullets. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could take some kind of a lesson from this. Yeah. I got a, like, I got a uh, call to a playground. Looks like there's a, a man standing there. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Oh, it was a child. Better call it a fucking airstrike because, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Just like the cop on Die Hard. Which one? There was a whole bunch of cops. Urkel. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Oh, man. Urkel's dad shot a kid. I think that's the only instance we see of that in the whole history of the Los Angeles Police Department. Yep. (laughs) It's never happened before or since. Luckily, yeah, that black mark on the reputation of the Los Angeles Police Department. Only says that one moment in cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Nakatomi Tower. Yep. 
So TR doesn't tie them up because it was too cold out because it's April 1st and it's a blizzard out. Just kidding. I'm going to tie you Imagine that. Up. You detain somebody in a way where they don't have to, like, drink their own pee or, like, uh, freeze to know, death or sleep get strangled. Roach infested shit. You maybe, I don't know, detain them in a way where they might survive and not die. Well, they could take off on foot and die that way, I guess. Well, they could, but, well, you know. Because this is pretty rough rough territory that well the good through. news is you know you know the fun thing about snow it's a great it's insulator pretty, it's pretty goddamn easy to follow footprints in the snow will oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah that too <laughs> anyway he makes them go uh gather firewood <laughs> as you should you know that's uh that's oh uh, fuck no that's a death sentence man you know this no. show Oh, wait, oh. That's a fucking death sentence. I didn't even think about that. Maybe he was trying to get them fucking... Well, the big thing is at this point, um, the indigenous people, like, threatened the area had mostly been uh, quelled. Otherwise, like, if it was a few years before that, that might have been like, haha, I don't really want to lead you back into the white man's If you come back with wood, that'd be awesome. But otherwise, fuck you, go die. Now, at this point, they pretty much, unless they got lost and froze, they were going to be okay. Because we'd already killed most of the wolves and all the grizzly bears, and had driven all the Native Americans most more or less to the reservations. They so do. these fuckers are just, like, ambling around in the dirt yeah. trying to find wood. They do have to walk back. Um, when they're walking back, they have to walk back through an area that was, was burned by by natives still still out and about. But right. That was well, I'm not saying there wasn't any, but I'm saying you're not you're not running into motherfucking crazy horse and a bunch of like no. you know p- pissed off fucking dudes. They were nice enough to not kill them by now. You're or... running into a group of like <laughs> three three to five individuals, you know, that are like shit. Couldn't quite make it to Canada. Don't know what we're gonna do. So while they're deciding, uh, they decide to go to Mandan instead of Medora. Then again, was relieved because he knew that once he get back to uh, Medora, he would have been hanged. Oh yeah, they would have lynched him immediately. Yeah. So I now like there are like, three boats. Oh. Well, I also let's describe like where they're at right now and uh, where Mandan is. It is still a ways away. <laughs> yeah, by a ways he means probably about 120 miles, give or take. Yeah, it takes eight days to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, then they have to wait for the uh, snow to melt again. Yeah. Uh, Teddy uh, passes the time by reading uh, Tolstoy's Anna Karenina. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to well, arrest you and read to you. No, oh, he reads torture. That's fun. He, he wasn't just sitting there reading to himself. He's like reading to the prisoners. All right. Page 37. <laughs> paragraph 15. You know, I was... Born a poor Russian woman. I, I, I have never read the book, so I don't have any. That's the yet. whole book. That's basically the cliff notes. <laughs> Probably. Well, but since it's a Russian novel, you know it was long as fuck. It yep. was going to be long. Just like this podcast. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so have they you didn't not find accepted that time has no meaning anymore, Will? Time, it do, time it does when you got a kid running around. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Tony. <laughs> no, and you got to trade off parenting duties at a certain Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Well, okay. Get you in. Uh, very soon, you'll be able to like regurgitate some French fries into Sola's mouth. Perfect. So, all right. Bean toast. Come on. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back. <laughs> 
All right, how the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go? Jackalope hunting. Jackal what? Jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. Hmm, I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Oh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. Beans on toast. So uh, they're running out of food. They're eating flour cooked with dirty water. Mm. It's kind of what I ate when I was going to college, but sure. So this was taking too long. So instead of taking the river, which would have been faster if without the ice, they decided to go overland to Dickinson. Uh, they hired a wagoneer from fucking, or a farmer with a wagon from Kildeer. Yep. They still had to go 15 miles walking. Though. Well, I know. But still, yep. Uh, oh, uh, that guy knew Finnegan too. He employed him, so he knew that he was a, a fuck up. Uh, <laughs> oh, didn't I? Didn't I? Okay, Finnegan, didn't I let you go like last season? What the fuck are you? So, yeah, yeah. I thought I fired your ass. Well, I'm just out here drinking whiskey that makes you go retarded. And, well, well, go. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm gonna stick with retarded for this one. Uh, makes you go retarded. Then we're stealing shit up and down the river. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the the brothers from Maine just take the boat to Mandan, but uh, TR takes the prisoners with uh, with that rancher. Yeah, um, they do have to take apart the wagon a few times, cross the knife in the green rivers. We had big chunks of ice in it, or two. No, no Highway Twenty Two at the time. Nope. Uh, Shit, T- they probably they probably went right past your old, old fucking house. Really. Yep. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt walks behind reading the, uh, reading the, uh, Anna Karenina with a gun in his hand through ankle deep mud. 36 hours of no sleep until Dickinson and Teddy Roosevelt gets his $50 deputy fee plus mileage. So, yep. Yeah. So that's big bucks, (laughs) even for a trust fund baby. Yeah. Right. So one of the judges in Dickinson at the time was a guy named Western star, which is too good to be true. That was just <laughs> fucking dope ass name. We, I didn't realize we had. I thought they outlawed hippies and Dickinson in the like I know. before that. It's like the best. You couldn't even get a fucking tattoo in there until like 2000. So you know. Yep, Joey was the first. I know. Uh, he well, was a fellow Chris classmate Lindley. at Columbia uh, with Teddy Roosevelt. So it's nice to see one of your old classmates. You know, way the fuck yeah. out there. <laughs> Um, so the fellow Medorans were perplexed why he wasted so much time and effort and didn't even kill him. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. because it was the be, right thing to do. There's something to be said about column A and column B, really. Yeah. Like, uh, nuance. Now, however, the, the, the fellow Medorans would probably still like, they were kind of on the fence whether like witches still existed and shit. And they probably might burn you if you had like a mole on your forehead or something, you know? But at the same time, like, this guy has been a shit about, you know, in an area where there's not many people. You maybe need to, maybe need to wipe that out of the uh, equation, maybe. But, 
know, Teddy Roosevelt, well, we have, like, civilized-ass laws where I'm from, so let's do that. Even though my compulsion is to kill everything that fucking moves. <laughs> which he yeah. does. He goes to Montana and kills a white goat, a mountain goat. Mountain goat, which you can read about in Ranch Life of the Hunting Trail. Yeah, that was the best shot he ever had, so mm-hmm. he said. Well, the th- thing about Finnegan, like, uh, I think that's the guy that he ended up being, like, pen pals with Mr. Roosevelt, I believe. Oh, yeah. When he's in jail in, like, Mandan or Bismarck, and then uh, he's, like, becomes pen pals with Teddy Roosevelt and thanks him for, like, teaching him and, like, uh, uh, and actually inspiring him to learn how to, like, read and write. Whoa. I respect yeah. you for doing the right thing and arresting me. Let's be Literally, friends. Uh, it's one of those things where uh, we're not going to, like, I can't, we're already going overtime anyway. I'm not going to look it up right now and just, like, read it verbatim. We're going to post it on either our, well, we're going to post it on our shit. I'll find yep. the actual letter he wrote to him, and it's it's kind of awesome. Uh, during that fall, he goes back to New York to run for mayor, uh, then to get married uh, in a three-way contest. He did kill him in last, though, but that was kind of one of his first big Whoa, whoa, whoa. You said of. get married in a three-way contest? I was going to say had a three-way I oh no! I, I combined it the marriage and the and the mayor, mayor and marriage. That's oh, too close to part. Got you. Yeah. So he had to fuck a horse and a lady, and then figure out which one he was going to marry. Yep. No. Okay. Well, what you need? Fuck, a, fuck an elephant. May, mayoral? Are you talking about mayoral oh, race? Oh, mayor. Yeah, he mayor, ran mayor, for mayor. Oh, mayor. I heard and he mayor. got married. Yeah, I heard. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> he got married fuck? and became the mayor at the same time. And he fucked a horse. He was yep. never mayor. He's on the city council. Maybe Wait, sec- secretary. Of the- he oh, he lost. He lost the mayor race. Yep, got married. Basically, he'd always, he'd always run for all this petty any bullshit and almost never win. But then he's like state assemblyman and then like uh, secretary of the navy and then the fucking president or vice president vice and then president. president. Yeah. yeah, money, 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 money. But he, but he run for like he, well, but he was trying to do like I want to be school counselor and be like fuck you. Yeah, well, just end up in like higher positions, you know. And he and he did a lot of good stuff. I'm just saying, like uh, oh, yeah, being, being raised being raised rich, like gives you a weird kind of confidence that well, like lets the, you do he, shit that, like that. I think that's the thing with him. He's that perfect mix of being raised rich and using that special kind of confidence, mm-hmm. and then also being interested about like basically how everybody else lives. Yeah, and going out and experience that with his own right. Self. Not not just like oh that's quaint. He like, yeah, he's yeah. like, no, I want to fucking check this it's out. It's not like George, like Herbert Walker Bush, like being confused how a scanner works <laughs> at a supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, he's know, not, Trump, he's not out of Tr- touch. Trump hasn't driven his own fucking car in 20 fucking years. You know? Well, he had his at least still out like limo driver and, do the paper route yeah. <laughs> when he was a kid. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> back to Comic Sans. Uh, so that summer was a dry one, and then that winter had bad blizzards. Yep. And basically, that killed off all his cows. Killed only, it only killed 60% of them. Oh, I only have 75% of, of I all. have 60. My, my, my research shows 60. Oh, well. Still a lot of cows. That's a yeah. lot of cows. So they would huddle together when it was cold out, and uh, they would even eat the tar paper off of buildings. But when the thaw came, all the cows were uh, bundled together and just kind of washed down into the streams. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, imagine a parade of cows just floating down the river. 
Well, I can because I've, I've kind of seen it, not in the biggest numbers, because, like, come on, your dad was a beef rancher. My dad was a beef rancher. And he gets just as cold in North Dakota now, but what we do now is you bring him in and feed him. Yep. You Back let him then, sit on your lap kind of, while you watch Jeopardy. Or like, or when they get birth to the calves, sometimes you have a calf in your shower. Yep. You know. <laughs> Sick. That sounds awesome. In, in fact, for this, I, I should probably like try to get a baby picture of myself when I'm about like fucking a year old, and there's like a calf like that was born during a blizzard in the middle of our kitchen, and I'm just sitting there like pawing at it as like young babies Whoa. do. That's awesome. <laughs> I still like when we went to your parents' house uh, all those years ago. I still like the dick bucket. The dick bucket is oh, yeah, awesome. the, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The orphan calf, like, feeder bucket, yes. Oh, yeah. But, yes, it's definitely, <laughs> it's def- to re- it's definitely a galvanized metal bucket. With, with a, a fucking dildo hanging off the side of it. Well, and it's a, kind of like it's a... It's a teat. A, Come on, it, go it, on. It looks kind of like a Nathan's, like, hot dog with, with a little X cut in the tip. But, yeah, it definitely has a boner. Like, it, 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 is, it is a uh, galvanized bucket that is very aroused that you are in its presence. I didn't think anything weird of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought it was that something but, that everybody did. Well, be, before we get into like, uh, I know what Holy we're doing shit. now is. Huh. Sorry, I, oh, I'm looking for a picture of it, which I found. But also, I found a. There's one with it's just a, a red box with three dicks hanging off of it. Oh yeah, that's for multiple feeding. Tight. That's for the more the using a dairy kind of situation rather than the free range beef cattle situation. Okay, carry along. <laughs> uh, but uh, before we get in, I know what we're talking about here, Will, is we're, we're getting to the part where he, he kind of bows out of the Badlands. Yep. But before that, I want to talk about, like, uh, uh, you know, they always called him Four Eyes because he's the only person they've ever seen with glasses. And where they stop calling him fucking Four Eyes, start calling him Old Four Eyes, which I know that's not much of a difference, but there's a distinction. Once you throw, like, you might your name might be Chlamydia Jim. But if they call you old chlamydia jam, means they love you. Um, if you're just chlamydia, <laughs> chlamydia jam, they're gonna like not invite you to Thanksgiving and and you know steal your mail and shit. But right. uh, so it's like, oh, that's chlamydia jam. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, that's just old, old chlamydia jam. Oh, yeah, he gets kind of drunk and every once in a while rapes the grizzly bear <laughs> and like shoots up the mailman. But you know, like, but. Uh, you know, that was a thing, you know, uh, but uh, either which way, there was a time uh, in that area uh, in Montana, there's a town called Weibo. It's not super far to the west there. I, can't I was just going to say that he got a letter from Weibo saying, where did it go? That uh, no news except for Dave Brown killed Dick Smith, two most generic names ever. Around and, here, Dick Smith actually is the guy that started the Five Point five, five point Cafe. Oh, yeah, that's right. D- different Dick Smith, though. Uh, and your hired hand's wife blew out her brains in the kitchen. Whoa. Everything else is okay here. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't run into that, but what I'm talking about <laughs> is he, he wandered in after like some kind of foray. I don't know if he was trying to kill something or rope something or hunt down a person or, or would do whatever. But up in this uh, establishment in Weibo, where a guy had been doing the shit, like, it, it, it's like shit you see from Westerns, where the guy's drunker than fuck, and making the guy play the piano, and, like, shooting at people's feet, and making them dance, and just waving his guns around in general, talking about he was gonna get on the train the next morning, so he's whooping it up in Weibo, and TR walked in, and immediately, like, the guy's like, ha ha, look at you with your fucking glasses, ha 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 ha, it's like, well, good sir, I, yes, I do wear glasses, thank you for being so astute, 
let me buy you a drink, you know, like <laughs> trying to like calm like like mellow him the fuck out. Yeah, just let it roll off and his back. And the guy's like, well, and the guy and the guy's like, all right, old four eyes is fucking buying, blah 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 blah. And then like you know, Gr had a couple more words with him. It was like, hey, you need to calm the fuck down, bro. You really on you know. And eventually he he just beat the like he he punched him the fuck out is what he did. Teddy Teddy punched him. Punched this guy out that he'd been kind of holding the whole bar captive because he's got guns in both hands and like shooting walls, shooting floors, doing all that kind of shit. And Teddy like knocked him the fuck out because he finally got pushed a little too far. And then they kind of took the guy's guns and just kind of like laid him out by the train tracks because he was supposed to be and the guy was on the train the next day. Damn. And that's that's kind of where he gained a little more respect from the the motherfucking populace of that area. Yeah, because that's some badass shit, dude. Yeah, that's like the the three amigos going into that bar in Mexico and just doing the My Little Buttercup has <laughs> yep. the sweetest smile. It's then they went like, over the whole bar. It's just like that, except <laughs> yep. for the fact that it's kind of like TR's like New York nature would have been to do that. He's like, well. If I must do it, I must do it. it, 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 it he actually literally writes about it. You well, have forced I, my hand, good sir. If I, I must, if, if I must, must I must. It has come to fisticuffs. Oh, Blah, you know. So I didn't oh, yeah. want to leave that one laying on the table. But That's carry fucking on. dope, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he goes on to found the Boone and Crockett uh, thing to conserve more animals. Yep, you can serve the shit out with firepower weapons. Well, mm-hmm. to be fair, if you're like Bruno and Crockett, like it takes into account like uh, rack size, shit like that. Woo-hoo. So if if that animal has that big of a rack, it has already fucked so many other animals. Its its genes are passed on, and it's getting to the point where it's gonna die of predation or you know. It takes a lot of fucking energy Drug for an elk, elk to drop antlers and grow them every year. The bigger they get, the more energy it takes. I don't really have a problem with people like uh, shooting. They regrow their fucking antlers every year? Yeah, that's why mm-hmm. antlers are different from horns. Horns Whoa. don't fall off antlers, do. No fucking way. You didn't fucking know that? Hell no, I didn't know that. And this is why coronavirus is going to spread for, I mean, not just you, but like, yeah. come like, on, I'm man. Not a, I'm I not a fucking... I'm not fucking dummy, but I didn't know that. Fucking like second grade, man. Come on, (laughs) like nobody tells me fucking nothing. All right, but either way, well, apparently the Earth is flat, and fucking viruses can only get given to you if you get injected. I can tell you all the movies. uh, (laughs) Never mind, we're not getting into it. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Basically, that's the end. He goes on to the Civil Service Commission in 1890. He's writing books and hunting. New York City Police Commissioner from 95 to 97, where he actually cleans up some corruption. Yep. Uh, Assistant Secretary of the Navy, 97 to 98. Uh, the Spanish-American War! Yeah, no shit. After, well, well, it's up to, uh, I don't think he really started that one. He really championed on going to it. He didn't start it. I, I believe uh, Hearst fucking kind of started it. Yeah. False flag, fucking wherever the main and all that but, shit. We'll uh, get into that Panama when we talk about it. He, uh, he actually, you know, he started that one <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Getting uh, Panama to declare oh, their yeah. independence from, from Colombia. We'll, well, we'll talk, we'll talk later about Spanish. We'll talk later about <laughs> Spanish American War, Rough Rider shit, and also if we're going to be talking about Remington. We'll be talking about that shit more, too, because he was Hearst Man, like, illustrating shit in Panama. Yeah. Or not in Panama, in, uh, in Cuba. But, uh, 
Yep, so he goes on to be governor of New York at the height of his popularity in 98. Uh, What do you do with an asshole uh, who's trying to take over your whole uh, side of the, uh, you know, Republican committee? You make him vice president to get him out of the way. Of course you do. But the joke is on them because McKinley gets shot in the first month and he gets to be president after that. Yep. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt was trying to just trying to shoot a deer and he hit the fucking president instead. Yep. Well, I said oops. Well, the big thing is like uh, you know, Roosevelt is a re- Republican president. Just like Lincoln is a Republican president. Yeah, back when they were had op- like the opposite fucking ideas. Well, and that thing with Roosevelt is even more so than like Lincoln. like this guy basically helped start like it was one of the forefronts of starting the goddamn national parks. Um, he didn't so much advocate for it. Well, he, he wasn't as involved in it when he was president of uh, women's suffrage. Uh, you know, abolition. His daughter sure fucking was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, like, you know, uh, this is a fairly progressive guy that would still just go and shoot a mountain gorilla because it looked like a thing to shoot. And, uh, you know, or, like, Which state whatever. has mountain gorillas? Well, no, he, he spent time in Africa. Like, I oh. don't think he ever actually shot any gorillas. Because he was too busy shooting elephants. So basically, Sean, Sean Connery's character from uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was oh, based yeah. on Teddy oh, Roosevelt. Oh, yeah. Oh, very much. Makes, like, I, I, listening uh, well, to this story, amongst totally other people, but yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to always talk more about Roosevelt. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, more or less, I mean, wanted or not, he's kind of my spirit animal. Kind of oh, yeah. grew up with it. I went to uh, Roosevelt Elementary. Uh, I lived on the costume of Theodore Roosevelt National Park. We have Rough Rider Day. Like, I mean, this is what we grew up seeing. Even though this guy only spent a grand total of maybe like two years in our fucking area, but you've seen our area. Yeah, we're still one of the least populous states in the in the union. Shit like that. There's nothing that, else to follow there. So. That shadow looms pretty large. <laughs> well, I mean, we could talk about you like, guys sitting, didn't get Batman until sitting a couple ball years ago, and, like stuff yep. like that. But you know. The treatment of natives in, in North Dakota has not necessarily been the most stellar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wounded Knee was in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Standard Rock is still where it is. Yeah. <laughs> and a little more modernly, you know. Free Leonard Peltier. Yeah, when Leonard Peltier. Plus, we had the crazy posse comic Tottis asshole up in the oh, yeah. corner. But either which way, Tony has to go do dad shit since we're all like motherfucking like uh, sequestered to our homes, and uh, Tony's oh, wife I... have been ha- having to be like parents and daycare and educators and every fucking thing else nonstop since this shit started. So just Let's... give the quick quote saying, uh, "If it wasn't my time and for my time in the court of Badlands, I wouldn't have been president." Become... Yes. That, I guess that's the quote I, I kind of teased earlier that I almost forgot to say, but yeah. Okay. If I wasn't for my time in the North Dakota Badlands, I'd never been president. Theodore Fuck Roosevelt. yeah. Fuck yeah. It's, but, it is a fucking beautiful place, by the way. I well, can't wait. I can't wait to go back. Nobody gives a fuck about it unless you actually stop there and if you know what you're looking for. Because, yeah. I mean, it luckily, can be bleak. Luckily, can be I had bleak. you. I had you, and you were, like, pointing shit out left and right, where, like, I wouldn't have noticed half that stuff, where you're like, oh, this is blah, 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 this is where the thing happened, this is da yeah. da Like, fucking beautiful. Get you your ass to North Dakota. It'll make your mouth numb and make you drool like an yeah. insane person. Yes. Fucking Carrier syphilis. I, so, I, anybody out there listening, 
if you want to social distance, go to fucking North Dakota. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's fucking breathtaking, and you won't see anybody else. Well, except for right now, like we flattened the curve out here in Washington, but I was just talking to my dad right before we did this. Apparently, they went up to like 500 cases today. God damn. So man, maybe fuck. give it a couple. Maybe give it a couple weeks. Because <laughs> they didn't lock it down until like last week or whatever. Well, not as bad as fucking South Dakota. They're still, oh, Japan ain't like, doing too well either right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they have the fucking Japanese Donald Trump running the show. So like, uh, Abe was just like, "Oh, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it." No, I'm not oh, going to make shit. a federal decree. So they just, just like yesterday or day before, uh, uh, like sent sent shit into lockdown. I guess that surprised me. I didn't really look into Japan because I just kind of figured they'd be like, yep, let's do it. Nope. So you're telling me Korea did a better job than Japan? Oh, Korea's fucking light years ahead of everybody. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, oh, somebody fucking shoot me. Yeah, well, hail the fucking gunfire. We'll see see you all next time.